brand that Lightbright has created, mm. and so I feel like people expect something. Okay, it's, it's kind of like Snoop Dogg with ah. Snoopadelic and Snoop Lion. Do you think that takes away from your creative freedom? No. I think it gives me more creative freedom. Uh-huh. I think the fact that Lightbright is where Lightbright is harpens, harp, harps my creative ability sometimes. And so it feels like to me, and this could be something that's always that's just in my head, but it feels like there's like this block and I can't get past it unless mm-hmm. I kind of tweak things or unless I go a little bit against the grain. Okay, okay. And that's what it feels like with Luz Ria is that that's how you pronounce it, by the yeah. way. Uh, I was. Um, I'm, I'm man enough to admit I was saying that very wrong. It is. Uh, it is light bright in Spanish. Oh, Simple as that. But okay. the. You the, think as an Arab person, I would like. I have one of those names that's hard to say. Like I should probably take my nah, time. It's probably. I'm still it. learning how to say it. Honestly, a friend of my wife and I saw it, saw me posting about something yeah. on Instagram, and she was like, "Well, your name in Spanish would be Luz Bria," and I was like. I like that. It's a dope name. I like it's it. It's super dope. I it's love super it. dope. And the music and the whole way that I'm moving my um, music yeah. and influence, it feels like the right thing to do is to have um, like this this piece of me that is a bit more edgy. I mean, I'm getting okay, edgier. Okay. I feel like in the things that I talk about and like the the work that I do. But sometimes it feels good to have something that I can step out of and, and yeah. do. Like, sometimes, like, I, I, I explained it kind of like Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, Snoopadelic. Snoop Lion, man. I um, that, right? That, 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 was a, that was a thing. Right? Then you got Wiz Khalifa. You got uh, DJ Daddy Cats. Like, okay. he's Wiz and he's, he's DJ oh, Daddy Cats. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, okay, he okay. DJs. See? Bingo. So and his alter ego works and exactly. he's doing his job. It, but even, like, Michael Jordan and him going to play baseball. Yeah. And then coming back and like Michael Jordan being in the 45. Ah. It's like, that's not maybe the best example of the 45 because there was like some, some, some static with, with him and when he was wearing that. But like at some point, there's it still... It seems like he was a, it's Michael Jordan, but it's, yeah. a it's not Michael Jordan. It's, it's a different version. Yeah. So for me right now, I feel like I'm in a real discovery phase. I'm, I'm in this, I'm searching for a lot spiritually, uh, okay. relationship-wise with friends and within my, my own marriage, like we are expanding our love and we're expanding our wealth and we're expanding our um, like gratitude and foundation. And it's yeah. like in all these things that I'm seeking, I have more space for more things. I feel mm-hmm. like I know all the music that I've been playing. Yeah. I feel like I know where it goes. So let me you know step the ins and outs of it. I know yeah. the ins and outs of it. So yeah. let me step into a space that I don't know. Okay. I, I I really recalling Spanish. Like it's it's kind of a struggle, but like I'm really starting to pick that back up here and there. I can yeah. read it better than I can speak it, and I can definitely translate it in my head as I'm listening to yeah. it. That they're picking up on pieces, but I think immersing myself in Spanish and Latino music and world music, yeah. and then also getting the influence from other parts of music, African music. Indian music. There's just like so many similarities in the way songs are titled. Yeah. In the way you know songs are arranged, and so you kind of talk, we talk about like the universal language. Oh yeah. Then you can just kind of use your intuition and say, huh. okay, this means that. Well, I remember you mentioned something. I want to say it was last podcast where you kind of talked about where it's not necessarily you dancing to the music. The music eventually will catch you. And start moving you forward. Mm-hmm. And it'll start. I think maybe yeah, it was we were talking about how you can control the crowd. Is eventually you start making them dance. It's not the other way around. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They they get this response, or they they understand my actions and my uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like all of the behaviors that I have, and then it starts to translate. I'm, I mentioned to, I think it was I think it was Brady. I was chatting with him mm-hmm. earlier, and we were talking about something and the phrase that I use is monkey see monkey do and I think that's a, a poor use of a topic or, or, or of an analogy but yeah. I'll say like when behavior is seen behavior is mimicked yeah. so he mentioned that you know there's a, a part of Florida that he lives in and there's a certain culture that then becomes to becomes infectious because mm-hmm. there's no outside influence in the region of Florida that he's in there's no ah. states that border to the east or to the west or to the south it's water and then you get to other countries so when you look at central and southern florida versus a state like missouri yeah or a state like oklahoma you're surrounded so you've got 
culture from all over. And so I just think about when I'm DJing and if I am leading, then there's a lot of times there's, I'm, I'm the only influence kind of like that, yeah. that, that solitude. Yeah. And I think that that gives me a lot of ability to then, as we talked about, move the crowd, move the culture, uh, move the people. Okay. I like that. See, yeah. that's, that's something like, that's, that's another one of those things people don't think about that. Mm-mm. Like whenever, cause I think some people view is, let's say you have an established brand, right? Mm-hmm. And then you say like, why are they doing that other thing now? Why are they, that's doing so well. Cause people right. associate another thing with that's this failed. Mm-hmm. Like, or it's like you said, I always assumed it was more like a mon- not money grab, but in a way to expand my portfolio, if that makes right. sense. But for you, it's more like, no, no, this is a creative outlet within my creative outlet. For sure. Because for I feel sure. like I've hit a, a solid routine, and now yes. this allows me to double back and mess up the pattern a little bit and see for what For sure. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite entrepreneurs, uh, social influencers, Gary Vee, Oh, I said, love, I you love man. Gary V has made me so happy with cussing. Yes, I cuss a just lot, let it bro. I, that shit just be coming out my mouth. When I'm at me- meetings, I'm like, damn, my bad. And my boss is like, bro, you can't, you can't. You're say like, why it. not? I'm like, that's, that's just how expression. I talk. That's just how I talk. And I, I've noticed the sales I've gotten has been the ones where I wasn't aware of it and I was just talking. And they went. I well. remember us talking about that on the phone. Man, you said that you had a conversation it. and you were almost like reading from a script. You yeah. felt like a robot. I got called out for it. Yeah. I got called. I got called out for it. How did that feel? Um. So this is weird. So I know. I know how. I can kind of describe to you how it felt at my first job at a call center because I heard it there a lot. Interesting. Because we were forced to read office like to the point where like you were getting right up. You deviated. You know, which is funny to me, but because uh, it's all about customer service, but. <laughs> So people are so disconnected right. from their own companies, but it's one of those things where I would hear it and I'm like, "Damn, I'm not, I'm not a robot. Like I am a person. I think it's so, like who I, knowing who I am now, it it definitely like it made an impact that I didn't realize back then. Mm. Like, oh, it was picking away at who's who Nadal is, who Nadal is. It was slowly dinging it. Even if the person is not important, it doesn't it's it's the words. You know that does that makes sense. Right. And when it hit me, I was just like, I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. And when I started doing good at sales, there is when I stopped. I just I was taking the write ups. I was like, I just started talking to my about, like, if I called Cox, what <laughs> what do I want to hear on this phone? Right. Are you about to talk to me like a robot? Or are you about to like hear, hear me out? Like, bro, I can't afford this. Help me. This is so interesting because I think that when we as a society, as a community, as humanity, realize that we want authenticity 24-7. All we want. We will have a smoother time communicating and coexisting. The transitions for from one problem to another, because unfortunately that is how our world is, right. is going to be smoother. Mm-hmm. Like the learned experience from one problem might necessarily help in the next one, but we learn something that will apply. That's just how it works. I agree. There's certain base things that will happen that will apply to everything. Yes. And I think, like, I don't know how to explain it, is I always do, like, I, I'm going to use racist people as an yeah, example. Yeah, sure. Let's just use Go a KKK it. member, right? Go for it. I respect a racist person. I know this is crazy, right? Those two words together. But when they tell me they're racist, does that make sense? Mm. We live in a world where, unfortunately, people are scared to be racist. I see your point. Calling someone racist is the same thing as just dropping the most racial remark you can think of, which to me is not. But to people who I really your, are racist, they hear it. Yes. They, it. But my thing is, like, I worked at you know, with construction crew people and they've like, Hey, I just don't like you because you're Arab straight up. I've respected. It wasn't a fight. It was like, all right, cool. I now know to avoid any contact with you. And if I have to speak to you at work, it's strictly business. He knows that I know that mm-hmm. it's good. It's the ones that are like the hidden agenda ones. Like, do you know how you can't get ahead of the job? They're probably, and I'm not saying they are, but they could be potentially sure. racist or putting you in a box sure but they're so scared that they're not gonna come forward with it sure because they know it's bad they yeah. know it's wrong but i think to build on that because if there's somebody out there that's like you respect a racist i <laughs> think it's the the fact that that person feels the way that they feel yeah. and they know that that's the way that they feel and so for you moving through life the way that you want to move it's important for you to know where they stand. Their intent. 
And so then you can take that time and that moment and say, okay, because you feel that way, like you said, I know exactly how to maneuver. I don't think that, and this is again for anyone who's listening, it's like, you respect the racist. It's not the fact that you respect that they commit the act of racism. It is that they, they own it. They own it. And they're letting me know I don't like you. Exactly. I'm going to avoid you. You avoid me. There's no problems. Right? Do you think that there's ever a moment where you, as Nadal, mm-hmm. can change their perspective to where they don't hate you? Because um, it feels like in that same instance, and this is like a real just, you know, I'm just asking both sides of the question. Yeah. Do you feel like you can change their perspective mm-hmm. just by being you and or do you feel like because they've said, I don't like you, they're just already cutting off any ability to change that perspective? I think, I don't know this is going to sound cocky. I feel like I'm one of those people who has the ability to get along with everybody, even if they really don't like me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm annoyingly consistent. I like that. I'm annoyingly consistent. You are. It's like they're and waiting it's not annoying. for their, like people are waiting for you to fail or like he's going to slip up at some point. Because they're not realizing like that is the authentic me. So I me see. being annoyingly consistent is just me being Nadal, mm-hmm. right? Now, I'm not consistent on everything by no means. I'm not claiming that. But what I'm saying is I think I'm, I, I'm the person that picks at people. Yeah. Um, I'll use my current man, my current GM at the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's not above me. I'm not above him. Like, we, we just – so we have to partner. You know, that's like I work in a whole other department. I just happen to be there. Mm-hmm. And it was like getting through a brick wall. But I was annoyingly consistent. And then I would explain to him why I asked a question. It's like, hey, I'm trying to learn so I can stop asking you. So I kind of gave him an incentive to help me. Like, I'm, I'm good about, like, getting people, like, I'm going to give you incentive. I'm, if I'm annoying you right now, I know what currency I have now. Uh-huh. I know exactly what to offer you to get you to help me to then leave you alone. I see. It's kind of like, you know, training a dog a little bit. Like, you sit, snack. Keep sitting, more snacks. The more you sit, the more snacks. And eventually, it's just like you say, sit, sit. Yep. Help me, help me. And that's where we're at now. So I, I think I'm good about like, I, I'm. You're conditioning I'm, I'm, other people? I'm just so stubborn. I'm so, I think that's what it is. It's not like, there's no intent to change someone's mind. It's just sure. like, no, nah, we're going to talk. We're not going to sit here and not talk. Sure. It's just weird. It's just awkward. Uh, and so whether you believe this or that, that's, you know, that's on you. You grew up that way. Mm-hmm. We'll explore that later. But right now, we got to get this shift done. Gosh, that's that's interesting to me because I feel like it's something that I know that my wife preaches, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. It's in the arena of don't burn your bridge. Yeah, because I think I'm having a couple of different thoughts. A couple of them are epiphanies, but it leans into the nonpartisan or bipartisan community and it being a community where people are going to be different there's there's gonna be someone who believes this there's gonna be someone who believes that and we need that it's required we we really do it's like that balance you know there's like nine there's nine different personalities change the belief with perspective yep everyone's perspective is different because of their beliefs so then there's that has to be taken into account and i think when you add in the desire for kind of I, I think our human race at this time is like getting what we want oh quickly you have to factor in that we're not always going to be on the same page mm-hmm. in fact more times than not we're gonna, not going to be on the same page so we've got to find common ground and then two in that same route there is this energy that comes with wanting to get with what you want. Mm -hmm. So how do we, as a society, work in, work hand in hand? Mm -hmm. You you know, it's the only way we're going to move forward. Mm -hmm. Because it sounds so daunting. Nobody wants to tackle it. Right. Because it is daunting. Right. It's not going to be easy. It's actually going to suck. The process is going to be terrible. Um, But how do I explain it? Like, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. It's really yep. that simple. It's not going to kill you. That's a guarantee. It's not going to kill you. And you know what's crazy? To ha- it's because we're talking about really having a isn't. conversation. No, it really isn't. It's yeah. not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you to step out of your comfort zone and 
whether it's the person that's having the conversation that's uncomfortable or mm-hmm. it's the person that's taking the time to guide the other person yeah. through the conversation that's uncomfortable, two people or however many parties involved have to make some sort of sacrifice slash commitment to yeah. that conversation. Well, so so they actually, they're both making a sacrifice, right? Because mm. let's say I invite a KKK member over to the podcast. We're mm-hmm. talking. My my people are gonna probably they're they're gonna be split down the middle like oh why is he doing that like mm-hmm. how dare like does he believe that now just based off me saying right. I'm having somebody on right he's the other way around right his people are gonna be split down the middle why is he going over there talking yep. to you know that guy or you know what what does he have to say what's what's why is that happening mm-hmm. things like that so they both take a sacrifice so I think the person that you can eventually get to sit in that chair yes is already asking questions in their head. Mm. They've already begun ask. They've already questioned the racism. Sure. Otherwise, sure. they wouldn't be sitting there. There's so this is interesting. So there's already a seed of doubt somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. We're always thinking about how we are perceived. Yeah. So at every moment's notice or at every given moment, there is this. How am I going to be perceived? I, so this is a great point. I just donated a very large amount of money to the okay. Oklahoma City uh, Fire Department. Okay. And there's this presentation of me giving them the check. Yeah. They bring out, you know, a big rig. Yeah. There's all of the, the lights and everything. And I'm Fancy like, gosh, that sounds awesome. But I don't like that kind of fanfare. It's not why I did it. It's not why I did it. Why are we rewarding the behavior? Which I mean, it's a good act. I'm not. Yes. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want people think I'm right. taking away from it. Exactly, because I don't want anyone but who wants that to feel like they shouldn't yeah, do that. Because go, you go should. For but it. for me, yeah. it doesn't align with why My I intent behind it. Exactly, and it's like I kind of responded like, "This sounds really cool," but I think I yeah. want the recognition to be in that me and my team are at the event volunteering yeah. and being involved because we believe if in we're this on initiative. pictures and stuff. Let it be us. Using this money for action now. Exactly. Now, now where's the action behind the words? Exactly. And I think um, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Well, and I was just gonna say it's kind of like that. That your community is gonna be split Mm -hmm. because in the same token, there are people that are saying, "Oh well, Jalen, he's not for this community. He's not for the black community. He's not for the little people. You know, he's leaning capitalist." But see, unfortunately, those people are gonna be the reason why we don't move forward. You, we have to have that conversation. Whether somebody's clearly wrong or right, right. the people who think they're wrong think they're right. And the people who think they're right, the other people think we're wrong. That's true. So it's one of those things where like, you, have to, you have to start aligning what you want mm-hmm. with your actions. Which is why I'm like, I think I'm going to pass on yeah. the big presentation because yeah. my friend asked me, he was like, oh, it was Brad. He was like, you know, it's kind of like you're, it's a lose-lose. Because if you don't do it, it's kind of like, well... They'll find you, somebody who will. Right. And then if you... And, and, and it's like, you don't get to show people that you are giving back to the community. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a large donation. It's a large yeah. commitment. So there's a level of... To the naysayers. But then it's like, if you do it, oh, Jalen or Lightbright, he yeah. wants the... And to me... In that same breath, I was like, I'd rather them say that I don't do it because I know that I do because yeah. I don't want to do it for the fanfare. Exactly. I don't want to be, I don't want to call the new station and have them it's come and like blow it up. It's like, yeah, be, see, be it's at the event or cover what the project is. And just, yeah, I'm, to help I'm, spread I'm, I'm the word. Take, I don't take the time to like give it a big shout out. It's Project Life and okay. it is put on by the Oklahoma City Fire Department. And it is a initiative that goes towards mm-hmm a lot of underprivileged, a lot of low-income families and homes, and oh. the fire department goes into those homes okay. and brings them up to code. Ooh. By so it's life-saving. It is life-saving. Literal prevention. Life-saving. Literal prevention. We've all been on a FaceTime uh. call when somebody has the annoying beep every 30 seconds. Exactly. And it's been there for years. They don't even hear and it. And they don't even hear it. And so the department will come in, and they will change out all of the alarms, and then they will also make sure that they have batteries when those alarms go out. And then they will make sure that they also do the education to educate oh, the families see. so that they know. And they said that there's... So they're I handing mean, you a fish and then they're teaching you how to fish. Yes, yes. And see? then you are, again, extending the life of communities, of Absolutely. families, of generations by seriously intervening. Oh, and, yeah. and then also 
bringing the education. And so I, when, I, when I heard that pitch, I said, and I have the opportunity with... To help with that? With what I've amassed in this last decade? Yes. You're a good person, Without a man. doubt. You're Thank a good you. person. So I'm, prou- I'm proud to be your friend. I, hey, Not just based off that. A lot of other things, but I'm going to just put that out there it, now. It feels like... And I, it's my favorite saying. I'm, that might be the... T- it might be... So I'm getting a tattoo really yeah. soon. I think I just came up with the with the um, title, but it's Iron Sharpens Iron. Oh, yeah. That's like my, it's my favorite quote. And I, and I always feel like when I meet someone, oh, she's getting some big love right now. Um, I think there's some dog food that fell down oh, there. She's maybe, trying to grab maybe. it. She, I, she was it, at first backing up, trying to get some scratches. Yeah, there was some snack and stuff in it. Yeah, I mean, I feel her. I, 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 I'm not mad at her. Like we don't show her no love. No love. I'm like, <laughs> I feel like the first five minutes of the episode are at least giving hugs and back scratches and, yeah, Jody's something else, man. Yes. She's funny. She cracks me up. She's That's she's a personality for a dog right there. If I've ever seen one. So it's really important. Yeah. I think it's really I didn't important. Mean to to no, right no, no, no. Just no, but I mean, like, that, that work is important. Like I said, it saves lives, it educates, and let's be honest. Like, I'll, you love trains, right? What kid oh, hasn't seen a... On my arm. Yeah, who... See, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all the way around. So tw- those 22s right there? What's that? 22s. What? 22s. Nah, they're more like they're more like they're more like 12s. Yeah, I say that with my brother. He's like, those aren't 22s. They're, I don't. Know. They're, more like, they're more like 10s. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where like, what kid doesn't see a fire truck? Oh, that's cool. Right. It ain't like it's just a big vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine like the kids are home, the fire department walks in there, and these aren't small dudes. Like these are like big. Yeah, like, they got like, their gear on. Like they look like to them, those are superheroes walking into my house. They're protectors. I don't know who they are. It's just the fireman. That's it. They're not exchanging names. If they yeah. do, a kid's not listening. All they're hearing right. is fireman. Fireman. I'm Bob. Okay, fireman. Fireman. That's it. What's up, guy? So like I can as a kid, like I remember going on field trips to fire department. Like I remember like, oh, this is this is really cool. Like this was fat. It's just fascinating, you know. Mm-hmm. Imagine like not only are we changing lives, you're saving lives, right? You're educating but you might have just inspired 35 million careers honestly by from a home visit truly and right and people always wonder like are we going to have enough people emergency services people who want to do this i'm like there's a lot of people in the world so yes there won't be a shortage of that and there's a lot of really good people in the world so there will never be a shortage of that but this is if you want if that's a concern this is a this is a solution to that problem so I, i was like there's always Everyone has a different buy-in as to why something should happen. So, like, there's some people are like, oh, you know, they don't support this. I'm like, yeah, but they might want to inspire a million new careers. That's maybe that's why they're behind it, you know? It has nothing to do with supporting that. They should maybe want to inspire and make sure that emergency services is always something people want to aspire to do. Because that's EMS, that's paramedic, that's... Your traveling nurses, yes. like, all of that stuff. Talk about law enforcement. I mean, we get into constables and sheriffs and... I, I mean, think law enforcement whole, needs that kind of stuff more than ever now. I mean, truly. And I think that's an interesting point. Like, I'd like to kind of travel down that road. I, so, I saw two different things you can move today that, that kind of piqued my interest. So, New York State or New York City recalled an ordinance or some sort of some sort of law that they passed that said they're not going to drug test their police officers, their law enforcement. And then they brought it back and said, actually, we are. I thought to myself, that's great. Why not medicate one of the highest Ah. stress jobs? It's like, in that one instant, I thought, no wonder, and this is not me giving an okay pass to every police yeah. officer that's wrongfully abused or killed someone yeah. that they could have handled 1,000% differently, oh, yeah. especially our black and brown individuals. In, in a civil, uh, excuse my With ignorance, training, this, there's, there's no reason. No reason when the, whatsoever. When the, the taser should just be the first thing that comes first out. First thing. I don't or know why this, this action has to happen. It shouldn't, like, it shouldn't be that. It shouldn't it be a lethal weapon. It's, I agree, 100%. So I cry when I see that stuff, man. Like it really, because it hurts me. I was like, bro. Like, like, and to know that there's also another option. There could that, have been that's another. What, I think that's what hurts me. Is like, it's like it could have just been handled better. It's that simple. So then, as I am drawing more empathy and drawing more compassion, shout out to microdosing. 
Shout out to all of the wonderful I'll be there soon. types of psilocybin that's out there. I mean, it's really helping me in my life. And so when I'm drawing this empathy and I'm thinking about this moment and I'm like, no, but really, what if they did have cannabis? Yeah. What if at the end of a shift, an officer had, and this is like a, a, a real dream, but it's like cannabis at its most medicinal use. Mm-hmm. They check out of their shift and they get something to help them decompress from the shift they just had. Because we know it works. Process the shift. We know it works with soldiers, with veterans. We My know brother's a great example. I won't get too much in his because that's for yeah. him to tell, but like smoking weed like my my brothers and our relationship people didn't think we were brothers mm. it was that, like they they just like oh you guys look alike mm. they didn't realize we were like or they knew we were brothers like oh those they're not close right and personally this last year it has been my mission to improve my relationships with both my brothers right and weed i didn't really know my brother smoking weed now that i've got to know him Dude's a sweetheart. Giant teddy bear. Yeah, I called you a teddy bear, Jamal. That happened. And I used your first name. So now they know. I I saw it the first time. He's a sweet dude. Yeah, he is. He's very welcoming. Like, he's Mm -hmm. very much like my dad. Mm. And people on the outside think my dad is. (laughs) 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 He is not that. I wish the world could have just seen your face when you said that. Mm -mm. My dad, you ain't leaving his house till you have some food and some tea. Or, you know, did you want to take a nap? You don't even have to leave. You can leave tomorrow. Wow. That's my father. I'm carving out more extra time when I'm over oh, on no, this side. Oh, no, 100%. I've already planned on mentioning, like, yeah. me and Shelby and the kids are 100% coming for a Definitely. full, like, Lebanese traditional. Oh, my God. I got you, brother. Don't even worry about it. That's insane. That's happening. Eventually, the entire Light Brighton friends will have Oh, that. yes. I, we listen, would. we got the backyard for it. I mean, I see we it. Got Let's the, get to work. It's just hot. And it's, I see the shade, too. Okay, oh, yeah. but we can wait till September. We can do October. Oklahoma. It's kind of disrespectful out there. It is. It's mad. But yeah, no, like, it's, I think one of those, like, the biggest things is, like, I don't even remember where we're going with that. Just the, the, um, damn, I'll have to bring it back, too. I think, <laughs> this is, like, the first time, I feel like it wasn't going to happen. We're I talking about, we like, donating, and then you, you, you yes. the fire department, the and fire, fire department careers, and, and, like, oh, um, medicating police officers, high-stress high emergency boom, job. Boom, yes. so there we go, we're back. great. Got it. We need, next time we need a button. Yeah. Cause the the cause the podcast is called Can't Stay Focused. That's there for a reason. So we need like a sound effect for when we get off track, but then when we bring it all the way back and then land you know it back at the about? point. What was what's that new meme like get my shit straight? I can't say that word, but I don't know it. They're like when you're trying to do your laundry or something like that, or like you're trying to fix your dog stuff and they're staring at you and you're like, You better get my shit straight. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I haven't seen that, but of right. course when I get on my phone, it's probably yeah. the first three TikToks and reels. Oh yeah, it'll pop up. Yeah. Listen, somebody talked about Keith Urban next to me. I don't listen to country music, and it, I got ads on Instagram for Wow. It. Scary, but wow. you know, it happened. So. I hadn't been seeing any of the ads for the Kendrick Lamar concert, and then I had I, a conversation. I posted phone. stuff about that. I got a phone. Why am I seeing call. Reba on my phone? Yeah, I got Reba yeah. McIntyre. She's in town, by the way, just so everyone knows she's going to be in Dallas, I believe. Well... So I know, I know Kendrick. I'm up to date on Reba's concert time. So. I see that the, the marketing is working. She got some free publicity. Yeah, you can come I'll sponsor. Her. You can, I'll, I'll take the Reba check. I'm again. not mad at it. <laughs> we should get some some lawyers on the phone. Get the contract written. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, you know, we gotta find that Reba. So, yes. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say that I think the importance of the cannabis can then possibly start to change the way that those high-stress jobs are are affecting those that are working those high-stress jobs. Oh, yeah. There was a similar, not a similar situation, but on the topic of law enforcement, someone from my hometown had, like, two really poor run-ins with law enforcement mm-hmm. over, like, the last week or so. Yeah. And they start their status off with, we are typically pro-law enforcement. We back the blue. However, our last two situations, so on and so forth. And I read the status several times. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a status where a family was, like, harassed by the law enforcement. Yeah. And every time I read it, when I got to the end of it, I said, good. And then I read it again, and I got to the end of it, and I said, I'm so glad that happened to you. Mm-hmm. And then I read it again, and the fourth time, I was like, holy shit, thank goodness 
white people are being harassed by white law enforcement. And then by like the 10th time that yeah. I read it, I was like, I am so convicted by this happening. Like, what's happening right now? It's a training issue. It's a, well, not, not training issue. Let me take that back. Let me walk that back. It's like, I think it's, I mean, it's probably part of that. But there is like a caged animal back into a corner. And now the animal's starting to swipe back. That's, what's hap- that's what we're seeing happening. Yep. And I'm like, what comes next? Mm-hmm. Does, does the white population that is now starting to be harassed by the law enforcement get upset and then they start to make a change because, oh, now it affects them? Yeah. Or is law enforcement That's change? a scary mentality, though. That's a scary, slippery slope. Because it's, it's, it's like, it's frustrating when you are the people that are always impacted and then when it starts to impact another generation of people, it's dangerous. It's like the the YSL oh, yeah. case with Young Thug and Gunna, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's a frustrating thing. It's, it's a topic in the hip-hop community. You know, they've been yeah. building this case for eight years, seven years, mm-hmm. something like that, nine years maybe. Was Young Thug even around at that time? Yeah, he's, he's been yeah. putting out music since 2012, 2013 yeah. maybe. And so when all of the music is out and it's starting to influence other groups of people, mm-hmm. then it starts to become a problem. Yeah. When it starts to become the popular music in white suburban neighborhoods, <coughs> then it becomes an issue when those kids are doing the things that Young Thug and Gunna are talking about. But when it was prevalent in black community for the last 30 years, yeah. hasn't been an issue. We were just talking about it before the podcast. You have a Tupac shirt on. Yeah. You were about that life in the 80s and the 90s, but now if you're about that life, it's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. If you're about that you life... You just need to have the image of being about it. And then that becomes something scary because, again, it is what you see is then what you do. Mm-hmm. So if the young population who has immature minds just based off of science, we know that their brains aren't developed. And so... which. I'm a pop star, not a doctor, so don't take any medical advice from me. Uh, just, just <laughs> stating that. Shout out to Drake. Um, there is, there is this, this feeling amongst myself that all of these young people are, are impacted and influenced mm-hmm. by this culture that's halfway, if not more than halfway, satirical. Yeah. It's not real life, or it's very exaggerated. Like Future is not drinking all the lean that he drinks. Wiz Khalifa is not really smoking a pound of weed in one day. You you physically that would can't physically sm- destroy you. But doesn't it sound cool? So it sounds like fun. But it, it sounds be, really it would not cool. Be fun though. Yeah. I really think I, I'm singing my heart out when I'm like, I'm some some smoke a pound a day. I'm like, I could never. But you sit in the back here like, but not really. But though. not really. Yeah, but not, not really. really like though. I do not take this and run with this. Just it's for just, this thirty seconds of the song. That's 30, it. That's it. And so it's frustrating. When that's the case, and so then we get back to police brutality. But and, why are and people believing it just off rip? They're, they're not until you talk about it so much, and then it's like, well, am I manifesting this now? Because Ooh. I do believe in the power of manifestation. Yeah. So if I do start believing this and walking this and talking mm-hmm. this and living this, I do become a version of that. Yeah. So... I think it's a slippery slope that I don't have the answer to, but I think it's an interesting topic to think about. And I think that it's hard. No, I know that it's hard and it's very disappointing when the fallback comes on the black people, the brown people, when we know that that's not the perception. We know that's not the motive. Yeah. It's it's not the intent. It kind of falls back to like people want to leave Earth rather than save it. Yes, great, it's great easy, point just, from last episode. Yeah, it's like, just easier to blame and point at a finger like it can't be over here. It right. can't be anything we've been using for the last however many years. It has to be. It couldn't have been all of the things that we did in the in industrialization yeah. and then the wars and nuclear practice. Exactly. Like, no, it, our it, Earth isn't it fucked up. It has to be this. It has to be. There's no other way. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go to the moon. We're gonna go to Mars. Yeah. Like, we're gonna freeze ourselves. Huh? In a capsule, okay. Walt Disney, and that reminds, you know me that? A, that reminds me of a Star Trek episode. Actually, I have not watched Star Trek or Star Wars, but I feel like 
there's going to come a time when I just need to take like three months off and I'm going to dive in. I would say Star Trek. And the reason why I say you'll like Star Trek more is because Star Trek was episodic. So it tackled, it tackled a lot of life issues that were happening okay. at the time for a, for a genre. Not to say genre, I was about to say call people a genre. But like, you know, n- back in the 50s and 60s and 70s, being a nerd was not anywhere yeah. near cool. Or yeah. It was very like, Loki, I like this. Yeah. It made millions, but low-key nobody knew who existed or mm-hmm. who did it. But, yeah, that's just how it was. And Star Trek tackles racism. Wow. Uh, having, uh, you know... And Star Trek was completely in space, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was takes, Star Wars. Ta- oh, yeah. Well, Star Wars is... Think of Star Wars as more of an opera versus just a full-on sci-fi movie. Interesting. Does that make sense? Yes. So think of, and think of Star Trek as, like, hard sci-fi, like... The iPad was inspired because of what Star Trek was doing on the TV. Oh, okay. That really, like, makes me want yeah. to dive into it. Like, Steve Wozniak, like, design of all, like, it was because they, like, that's what they were doing. They had little pads that they were playing around with. They could control the ship. And Yo, I'm yeah. having a very, very wild epiphany of, like... Imagine what the today's kids are inspired by that we're going to get in 20 years. If we got an iPad yes. from Star Trek because in the 50s... That's a wrap. Our favorite quote, my wife and I's favorite quote, is Kanye saying, listen to the kids. Always got to listen to the kids. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're doing, whatever they're inspired by, like, what I think it is, I think it's going to go back to some sort of gaming, but I'm interested in, like, how how that gaming will be built in because of all the Minecraft and because of all of the, um, what's the other big game? Um, Um, Fortnite. Fortnite. uh, Roblox. You know your logo reminds me of Fortnite? Does it really? Mm-hmm. It's really inspired by... I feel like you should start tagging into some stuff because you, you leg- and they do a lot of music stuff Here's live the thing. in the game. I can't, I can't get into the virtual world. Not yet? No, okay. not ever. Not ever, okay. Ever. Until until my kids are out of school and like all the bills are paid off. Shelby's college debt is done. Okay, okay. I love me some Sims. Yeah? I love me some Sims. I love any virtual game uh, for all of my nerds out there. SimCity... Tropico was a really cool game. It was like SimCity, but it, you were in um, you were in like the Caribbean or you yeah. were somewhere. And then there's like Civilization, Civil- Stronghold Sim- was another one. So um, train Simulator, Airport Simulator, Cruise Simulator, like any of those that I could just be a god. You know, you're in the god mode, and yeah. so you just build everything. I like that. It's a wrap. So I can't get into Fortnite. I can't get into um, what's the other one? Um, that you just build everything in the wor- in the world and it's like free. Oh man, there, um, it's Minecraft. Minecraft, but, but there there's other versions of that now. So it's like what I get my fix with is playing Legos with Violet. I'll, like, t- I'll tell you this: Microsoft, what easily one of the biggest companies in the world, right? I think yeah. nobody's gonna argue yeah. that, right? They no. bought Minecraft, one game, a company. That's all they made for I think two billion or three billion dollars. Uh. Remember, this is one game mm-hmm. that was made in the basement mm. by a kid that was like nineteen. Mm. Because he was probably bored. He'll never say it, but he was probably bored. <laughs> By the way, just to put that in perspective, that's the same kid that outbid Jay-Z and Beyonce for a house in L.A. Oh, my God. Yeah, that happened. That's a real thing. That's now, if that's a flex, I'll, I don't know what else is. That's a that's flex a to flex. me. It's that's the house that has the, the a wall that's like a candy. You know, little candy dispensers. That's that's the house. Like, Rihanna's had part. Like, it's, like, it's used for party. I don't even think he lives there. But anyways, I mean, they say that like. But gaming is one they of those like, They spend on time on separate coasts. Esports is going to be the future of gaming, though. I think that's what it um, is. UFC is no longer the fastest growing sport. It's it's esports. Which was crazy to me that UFC did grow so fast, so yeah. quick. Yeah. I didn't see that one coming. And it's crazy is those audiences are interchangeable, the esports people uh, and the UFC people. They market the exact same way. They just swap out video games for fighting. All that look go like go watch an esport event and then watch a UFC event. It's highlighting. Even it's making sure the players like these big like they all do walkouts. Like it's yeah. Esports is like it's changing. I mean Cox Cable has money invested into an esports team. Interesting. Yeah. Atlanta Rain or Atlanta Fire, something like that. Yeah. And they all get paid salaries. You guys don't have to keep working your nine to fives. That thing you wanted to do, you should probably do it. I think I could make a career off of playing Midnight Club. Oh, absolutely. Dub Edition? Absolutely. Oh. Go, DJ. That's my name. DJ. One Listen. of the greatest soundtracks. I want to talk about that on DJ the DJ Manny today. Fresh owned that game, by the way, guys. You didn't Yo. play You didn't play that racing game to race cars. You played you it played to, to that li- soundtrack because li- it did. was something else. Let's 
let's pull it up. I'm gonna pull it up on Spotify. Man, Do you have any other that. honorable mention top soundtracks? Because I'm gonna also tell you where my head's been. I had this realization. Okay. This is something else I want to talk about. I used to play FIFA 2000 and 2001, and I used to play Gran Turismo one oh and two. Think about the soundtrack on FIFA, which is a world game, mm-hmm. and Gran Turismo, which is a world game. Yeah. And I'm seven or eight in my room playing countless hours of FIFA, Gran Turismo, Tekken, listening to those sounds. International music. And what am I doing right now? DJ, mixing music, doing exactly what you would hear on those games. And I dove into one of these playlists, and it was like grungy drum and bass that's European mm-hmm. and, and, and like this breakbeat Asian sound and like all of these real boom bap hip hop sounds that are like it's real. Almost, they're all underground people too, probably. That's the crazy thing. Yes. And, and that's why I like about video well, game companies. The they want you to be they're creative. Underground you have too. an idea. Why didn't you tell us? What yep. were you doing? We're yep. mad at you for not saying it. It's like they're underground to us. Because what I realize yeah. is these artists are popular worldwide, mm-hmm. but in America we've had got such an American we're in a bubble, man. We're in a bubble. We're in a bubble. I'm it's, so mad. I saw a TikTok earlier today, and it talks about when you uh, when Americans go to Europe, uh, go clubbing in Europe, and all you hear is just, mm, 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 and the Americans just confused. What's happening? Like what? Yeah. What? Okay, here's the here's the Midnight Club Three Dub Edition remix, which was the one. I mean, the remix was great. I How we do the, one guy the game? The Fifty Cent. Oh yeah, I forgot Fifty Cent was in there. There was Get Your Shine On, Big Timers. Jeezy was in there too, wasn't he? Yup. There's some Beanie Man. There's some Fabulous. Yeah, see. That soundtrack was something else, man. Man, go DJ. <laughs> uh, there was an MIA song that I used to love, Fire Fire. Let's see what else was on there. Freak Leak was on there, PD Pablo. Damn it, man, Pitbull. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. Yo, that 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 beat, I think Lil John did that beat. That was the crazy one with yeah. uh, Golly Slim Thug Like a Boss. Listen. T.I. ASAP and T.I. You Don't Know Me. Oh, my God. Twista, Overnight Celebrity. Twista, Like a 24. This is like... The wow, is that the the greatest entertainment soundtrack accompanying something it, ever? It has to be. And I, and I okay, Black Panther soundtrack. See, that's that's where my mind. Is, oh, we're on the same page. That's exactly <laughs> where my mind. I was yelling that in my head. Black. But Panther now I'm hearing soundtrack. that, and it's it's hard. Well, it's unfair because I also like one that's of my a lot other of heavy hitters on there. Black Panther simply didn't have the he- the heavy hitters and it's like, like that did. But that's not. It's, it's a different 15, though. You know. Yeah. And it, it still goes on because there's like some more Slim Thug songs, but like I also like Grand Theft Auto Vice City soundtrack because oh of the God. radio station. So and it was '80s, so oh, you yeah. got all '80s influence. That's why it's one of my favorites. And then I also think of um, there's San another Andreas. soundtrack that I was thinking. I love San Andreas soundtrack as well oh, because yeah. you got that West Coast. I mean, oh, Tyler the Creator was on there, I think, and ASAP. Like, um, I gotta uh, save this playlist. Oh, huh, I already no, no, it was the new Grand Theft Auto that they were in. Um, oh, it was the. I s- okay, so I swear, ASAP Rocky had a song on the San Andreas that came out. Ooh, they well, they, well, they re-released it for like PC and stuff. So that's, that's, they probably redid the album. They probably updated the music or it just added some more stuff to get the uh-huh. people who are slap- like my my little brothers, mm-hmm. like you know the 22, 21 mm-hmm. people trying to rope them in. Like they've all Practice heard about San Andreas. So, so, funny story about San Andreas. I bought that one. No, or was it? No, it wasn't San Andreas. I'm sorry. Five. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah. GTA Five. That's the one they're definitely in. So, I bought GTA Five, and then I got home. I was in college, sat down to start playing it, and then got this alert, campus alert. Three inmates being transported between uh, prisons uh-huh. overtook the driver of their van and are now loose in the town of my school, and the whole campus is all locked out. No, no. And there's been this funny joke that, like, it's time for me to put down video games, because every time I would, like, go to play a video game, either there would be something going on, or I would need to whatever, whatever, and it was, like, the last time. Like, I went and just paid like, my fast, my financial aid, spent, like, 80 bucks mm-hmm. on a game, got the, all the new controller, go. everything, sit down, turn it on, 
campus alert. And our coach texts us, and he's like, get to practice now because if campus – like, we got a game this weekend. We can't get to practice tonight. Like, we're going to have to double tomorrow. Y'all going to be upset, whatever, whatever. Just, like, get to campus now. And I'm like, man. So I'm going so to good. campus. I never played the game. Never? Ever. I to never this day? GTA 5. To this day? To this day. To this day? To this day. No. I don't think I've played a video game since then. I tried to plug it back in two years later when me, Shelby, and our little one moved to Oklahoma City. Yeah, sounds like a weed and gaming session is in your future, brother. It honestly, honestly, bro. Like some FIFA? (laughs) Yes. No, you know what? I don't even want to play FIFA. I want to go play soccer for real. I want to go down to like the wh- what's the mini court like the mini. Um, it's like in Edmond, I think, or near Edmond. Like wherever. Well, there's. I, I mean, there's literally there's the hive. I can, I can really play. Soccer. Yeah, there's the hive. Oh, I can't play. You can or you no, can't. No, I, I can't play, but I'm athletic enough to get by. That's what I'm, that's yeah. what I need. Yeah. I mean, you understand how to you understand. Oh, I the, played soccer as a kid, but I understand the sport. Yeah, you yeah. have it. Then you have yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. have it. I so, grew up playing sports. My mom. Like, I want to play. Yeah. I want to play soccer. I also want to play kickball. Ooh, I'm just putting some. So anybody, listen, anybody out there out there listening that wants to do an adult kickball league in the fall, Library and Friends oh. will sponsor a team. Oh. I just don't want to put it together. Just gather the team. I'll play. We'll make sure the homies are on it. It'll be yeah. beer league. Like we'll have fun. a lot of fun. It'll be dope. But somebody just put it together and then text me when it's time to sign up. Cause I really want to do that <laughs> shit. Like, and like we the way he's looking it. at me, I think I'm, I'm supposed to be getting you, this together. I'm guys. looking at you. So. <laughs> I'm He's saying at you somebody, so but somebody sounds like Nadal. <laughs> <laughs> he took the words out of my I got mouth. You. I'm reading but between if the lines. Anybody out there is listening that wants to play? We talked about that fall weather. Uh, Oklahoma fall weather is actually really nice. It's unmatched. It doesn't make. It sounds unbelievable considering what's happened the last two right. weeks. But believe me, it's it not. Is, it is not. Fun. By the time like. It's like a switch after because it's still Day. hot, but the wind is just like perfect. And them sunsets, because oh. the sun is now setting. Like no one can look at where I'm pointing, but like right. Nadal, you know, like the sun's kind of <laughs> setting over here. Yeah. But by the time fall sets, like when when the uh, fair is in town, you know how the you know how the weather feels uh-huh. when the fair is in town. You know how the sun That's sets. That's when I look my best. You look great right now. The sun hits me, and it's you just look just great a right now. With like a Greek about? god. No, I'm sure. no, you know what? The the real goal is the sun to hit you the way the sun hits the Devon Tower at any time of day. Have you ever peeped the Devon no, Tower? No, I haven't. Let me take that back. No, I Anybody haven't. Anybody listening, also, just look at the Devon Tower at any time of day. Somebody engineered that place, and the way that that glass sits. Someone was they, in their bag. And they knew they were in their bag. They were they, in their bag. they calculated how that sun rises and sets and rises and sets and they said we're going to position it just like this there's also like down there by jones assembly if you're Mm -hmm. on sheridan going eastbound into oklahoma city be in that area between like 3 p.m and 7 p.m and tell me the way that the sun hits those brick buildings and the devon tower and the little tower that they didn't Design it as a master Design plan. it to be exactly like that. Because uh. when I look at it, it almost brings a tear to my eye. I want to see like, that. Damn, y'all did good. Bro, Oklahoma is so miss. beautiful. If you, we just got to stop tearing this fucking state up. Like, I heard it's we so almost, we, we like low-key could lose the thunder in three years. What? Yes. I don't even like basketball like that, but they've brought so much good, so many good things to. The sitch is the thunder. And I, what I think it is, I think it's a, it's a way for them to get a new stadium. I think they're going to get a new stadium. Oh, so you think that's that's ultimately their plan is just to get a new stadium? To get a new stadium. Okay. So the Chesapeake, or I'm sorry, the Paycom is the smallest by square foot arena in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And so with that, attendance is also very poor. So a couple of things need to happen. Attendance needs to increase. The team needs to start winning. Yeah. And they basically need to pack the stadium out. But at this time, I can't exactly picture which one needs to happen first, Mm -hmm. but they need to do a couple of things in three years. And they're also simultaneously, I think, going to tear down the Myriad Center and the, um, not the garden, the center and the the Prairie Star Studio. Because they're they're renovating the garden right now, aren't they? Uh, I'm close to done. The Scissor Tail Park, they are. Okay, okay, okay. But garden is all done and beautiful. The, the center right next to it mm-hmm. where the um, prairie surf is, that is supposedly going to be the new site of 
the Chesapeake. Hmm. Why do I keep saying Chesapeake? Paycom. Paycom. Yeah. The Thunder Arena. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, because why would Paycom buy that? They listen. They just have naming rights. It's like they 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 knew they wouldn't spend that money. They know enough to know something's happening. Like you get what I'm saying? There's no way they just did that. So so what do you do? Do you do you tear down the Prairie Surf to then? I think you sign a big name player first. That's the ultimately that's they're gonna put the people in the come out so much that it's like holy cow. We now we have you get what I'm saying? Like that's your first step. Give them like oh okay we actually have to get a new. Because one thing with people with money like that, they ain't spending it if... I'm like, why? You guys ain't filling this one up. Why Mm-mm. you need a new thing? Mm-mm. Them shoes still work. <laughs> and everyone like says they're going right to go back to Seattle. That's what the comment section says. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't think they'll leave. Listen, I, think I feel like the media with stuff like that is a well-oiled machine. Bingo. Like, when people because like, how the government do? let that happen? Again, well-oiled. Oil machine is everyone's gonna it's leaked for a reason. Somebody everyone's gonna go up and end up at Paycom this year because the Thunder are having a good summer league season. So then they'll fill Chet's the state very up. popular. He's being Chet, pushed. Shout everywhere. out to Chet, man. He's being pushed, and he has the attitude for it. He has the attitude for it. He reminds it. me of Joe Burrow. No, you know he reminds uh, the the Bengals quarterback, like attitude wise. No, he like he, he knows he's the. Shit. I know why he's giving. I know why he's giving the energy. He's giving Stephen Adams. Because remember, that that's really when the culture of the team. I mean, there needed to be a new identity. I'm not going to say that there didn't. It became but it's family like, with Stephen Adams. Yes, he was Pop, that, that glue. Was Pop, that was Papa Bear. He was grit. It was Papa Bear. He was the protector. We talk about protectors. Oh yeah. He was, he the, protector. was the protector, and and you you have to have that, and I think that Chet is going to be that protector. Facts. He, he literally left the Thunder and became the league's protector. He's, the NBA took him. He plays because, for another because team. He's so, because he's so yeah. lovable. He's marketable. Yeah. I, so, that's to me, that's something interesting about the Thunder organization is that it's like they have these pieces, man, from KD to Russ to James Harden. And they keep doing it. And it's like they have a team. I really think with Shea and with Giddy and with Dort, and with the, it was a couple of guys. I can't remember the uh, the power forward's name. Um, I think he wears like twenty four. Uh, yeah, that's where I that's where I had, fall apart. Right. So I'm I'm just gonna speak yeah. out there. I'm just I'm just yeah. seeing I'm just seeing the team and I'm seeing the makings of an organization that could have a run over the next three years. Yeah. Piggybacking on what you said, I think it is a little bit of a. The mayor says that the Thunder could possibly leave. The Oklahoma is going to be like, oh, we need to start going to more Thunder games. They're going to fill that stadium up. Yeah, I'm saying, hey, somebody call me. I know how to fill that stadium up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I might be DJ Lightbright with Lightbright and Friends, but I'm a walking billboard. I know how to put people in places. Mm -hmm. So I I hope to also be able to impact the Thunder and their growth over the next three years because, oh, shit. So, without getting into astrology, because I, I, I need to roll pretty soon, um, but this is going to be my last thing, because I think we should talk about this the next episode that okay. me and you chat, is maybe astrology and Saturn's return. Okay. It's like this event that happens in three periods of your life, typically between like the age of 27 and 29 or mm-hmm. 27 and 30. So, it happens quick. It happens quick, and it's a three-year period of like just static in your life that is basically causing you to grow. So some of the things that we calculated from mm-hmm. Shelby's Saturn's return was that she had like a really impactful car wreck, mm-hmm. but she also had some career advancements. She tripled her income. She made some really big um, career connections. Mm-hmm. We had Violet. We had also one of our biggest fights in our marriage, mm-hmm. but from that had some of the largest growth periods in our marriage. Yeah all during her Saturn's return. My Saturn's return starts next March. So there's a way to actually like calculate that? It, it, you actually can calculate it from the day that you were born. kind of want to know now. You, you, we, we should look up your okay. Saturn's return. I'm excited because, you know, my birthday was 2-22-22. I wonder if it's... Man, it and how old are you? 29. I wonder if your Saturn's return is going on right now. Mm-hmm. I bet you are in your Saturn's return. Jazz, if you are listening to this, look up Nadal's Saturn's return. When's your birthday? Uh, February 22nd, 1993. 1993. 
I bet your Saturn's return is like right around the corner. Because mine starts next March. Brad starts next March. So we're going to start ours at the same time. Nice. I'm like, wow, we're going to go through this together. But it, it, it's, it's, I just thought of a really inappropriate joke, but <laughs> I, I feel like I know where you're going with that. I kind of want to say it now. Say it. It's like, it's like, so the periods do sync up. They, they do. They <laughs> do. There we're, you go. We're, we're, we're in unison, legit. And I also wanted to say, I'm thinking like pairs of twos. Like I wanted to go back to like PlayStation and Xbox, Star Wars and Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, Pepsi and Cola, like there's always zero and one. It's like there's always pattern to everything. A pattern to everything, and it's always in pairs of two. So it's really unique that like we're doing that. Me and you are doing this. It's like the whole the whole bang. So Saturn's returns coming up. I wonder if me and the Thunder are gonna partner. It'd be cool. They've got three years to figure it out. My Saturn's return is three years. There you go. Then. Stars next. I'm just pulling things from the universe. See, we'll see. Also, next March is. One of my best friends' marriage, so oh, okay. I'm gonna be celebrating that, and that's gonna be fun. So my like, my, my Saturn's in his return, eye. He's gonna turn up. My Saturn's return in his eye. You can is, see it. Uh, is gonna be happening right when he gets married. So that's uh, gonna be fun. And like Shelby and I have already planned. We're gonna take our whole vacation and everything. It's like it's so. I'm ready for it, but I'm like, it's gonna be. It could be rocky. It could oh, yeah. be. I'll be. Man, I've learned to love the struggle. Not no, let me take struggle out. I mean, Embrace yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living it. Well, I don't want to use the word struggle. Like. I'm just gonna use like I've learned static. To li- yeah, I've learned to love the process, the static. Like to me, it's no longer a mistake or a setback. I am now going through a process. Facts. I am now pr- like okay, process. There's a step to a process. Yep. So like, and at the end of every pro- that there's an end for every process. So like, yep. you just got to get there. So once I kind of like made that mental connection. Yep. I gotta be honest with you. It's just I feel like I'm on cruise control now, in a good way. Like I'm very aware of what's yeah. happening. Like last night, I was I watched the moon again. Yeah. Love it. This is gonna be a regular routine. You sh- you really if the should. moon's outside and it all's outside. Still outside. If, if, if you if you walk outside, the moon's you can Facetime me. I bet you know it all. I know what it all's doing. Just looking at the moon. Fell asleep again. Man, I woke up at one thirty in the morning in my front porch. You're like, I look like a crazy person. I'm glad you live in a safe neighborhood. We're not gonna tell where you live, but yeah, don't need anybody running up on you while you're watching the moon. I mean, I can hear someone tries to stab. Unless you want to like cuddle, that. right? No, no, no. You don't want to cuddle <laughs> while you watch the moon. I mean. Not with me. I run hot. With somebody else. Whoever wants to cuddle. The cuddle game's good. I don't care. It's all right. I'm just joking. <laughs> but no, it, nah, it's just one of those things where like, it's been peaceful, man. Good. Like the, the, the what I was telling you, was it this morning? Or mm-hmm. just, uh, yeah, yesterday. Was, yesterday morning, yeah. It, falls to, it all bleeds together. We but, talk so much. But yeah, and it's one of those things where like I'm so at peace right now. I feel like I'm in the zone. I'm aware that I'm in the zone right now. You are in the zone. Does that make sense? Like even it's residual effects at work. Mm. One email. That's what the zone yes, is. we'll take the rooms. All right, cool. Bet. Here's Boom. the contract. Bye. Boom. It's like I'm not even trying. I swear to God, I'm not even trying to work. You're in flow. It's just yeah, but I'm aware of it. I'm happy that I'm aware of it because like I'm enjoying it. That's my biggest thing. Is never like enjoying something. Always like oh, what if it goes away? I'm not worried about that right now. Plot twist. What if your Saturn's return started this full moon? And we didn't mm-hmm. know it. That's true. I did bring it up a lot. You might be you you might be right on par, and you don't even know it. Hmm. Look I'm excited, at that. Man. Listen, I'm excited. I'm so happy I met the people I met. It's why, Again, it's why we had this I know, beautiful. Hundred percent found my tribe. Yes. I have no shame saying yes. that. I don't feel insecure saying it or weird. Yeah. Nah, so happy. This so is happy. you. You are us. All right, there you go. See. Community. Yeah, you attract, you get what you, the universe gives you what you are, right? Yes. That's what he said? Yes. Not that's what, what you he want, said. Not what, what you want, want, but what you are. Yep. And you're forever changing, so you will forever be getting something. Go with the ocean. Oh, I'm excited. I'll let you guys get out of here. Man, thank you, Nadal. Until next time. Oh, I love having a conversation. Until Everyone tell time. Brady hi. Hey, Brady. <laughs> but, all right. Until next time. Make sure y'all keep showing love. Um, yeah. Follow. Follow. Logo soon. Yeah, logo very. I love. Soon. I love the direction that that's coming. Oh man, it's Listen, looking really good. Like, that conversation. He's gonna be on the podcast actually Sunday. Good. I brought him on. That was good. a fun conversation. I'm recording. You recording him left and right. I, oh, yeah, make I sure got. I, keep getting I got one tomorrow morning. I got one Sunday morning, and then him later on Sunday. And then we'll have another one, and then we'll bring Aiden on, and we'll do one with oh, Aiden. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure that. I'm actually excited about that yeah, because I wanted to bring something else up, but I want to make sure. Remember how I was? I want to keep it focused. Yes. But maybe we'll segue to the end of it. For like sure. Men's mental health. Yes. I feel like that's something I would want to. I, I 
Yeah, we definitely. Because I, I think I, I fell in love with it so much uh-huh. by going to therapy and just uh-huh. finally opening up that I can't see how that's ever a bad thing. So it's I want to make sure I like. For the record, let people it is know not like you guys can do it. Like you're not wrong yeah. for you. There's nothing wrong with you by doing it. It's just good self care. And, and I'll even say this: even if you don't have the means for therapy now, even if you can find someone to have a conversation with, yeah, that is open minded and can can sit in an unbiased space. I know that sometimes that's hard to ask, but truly, if if therapy isn't an option for you at this exact moment, do find someone that can sit in that space with you yeah. and at least help you mm-hmm. sort through those thoughts. Absolutely. That's important. Yeah. So and just be that like that safe space. For yeah. You. I think and that's what a protector's job is, by the way. It is. We'll lead in that to it lead. It is. But thank you, brother. Uh, no problem, Jalen.